to breakfast What's before lunch? It's Austin, Texas It's Weird Brunch Someone's very punny tonight Oh, if that qualified as a joke, we all need to get out more. And that's true. Very true. I'm going crazy. I am going so stir crazy. We were talking about um, pandemic fatigue, which I think Mm -hmm. has set in for everyone, even me, where it's like, eh. I mean, I'll go out with my mask and everything and be as safe as I can. But, you know, I'm just like, I have to go do something. Oh, I just like how you said, even me, like your world-renowned even quarantine specialist, me. Whitney Lamont. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just feel like even us liberals are starting oh, yeah. tired of it. But I, I had to go get a COVID test on Monday because I have to be at a bunch of shit for work the next two weekends. And they like, have y'all gotten one yet? Mm-mm, I've gotten several. they like fucking go into your almost brain with that goddamn swab i Mm -hmm. i've i was like like squirming in the seat as the woman did it to me and i was just like man i get why everyone complains about this well you should don't squirm i tried not to it was just like i told my kids hold still just yeah. if you hold still, it really feels like nothing. But when you move, then like it's jabbing your brain. I didn't box. move my head. I was just kind of like, like moving my arms around to express my discomfort, but not moving my head. I don't yeah. know. I did feel like a yeah. little kid, though. It felt, <laughs> it made me feel like a child. Anyways, just, I don't recommend Josephine. getting a COVID test, so don't fucking do it. Woo, party. Josephine had to get one. She's six. I told her not to move. So she took that very literally and got like rock rigid and just stuck her nose up and just like, like fucking all like she had, she was flexing like all of her muscles were as (laughs) tense as possible. And they go in there and they swapped one and swapped the other. And then we told her it was done and she relaxed and exhaled and looked at me with like her eyes just streaming tears because like it makes your eyes water. And she goes, Mm -hmm. I did it. (laughs) I'm so proud of her. And they yep. did both I mean, sides. That's, they only did mm-hmm. one side for me. Hmm. Uh, she seemed pretty congested, so maybe they had to like. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Better get both sides. You got to knock through the snot. Yeah, yeah, COVID tests are fun. I'm saving my paper as like a memento. So when I die, I hope like my heirs find it somewhere and they're like, oh, look, this is when great grandma lived through the pandemic. Wow. This is the only thing that'll be impressive to them. I feel like I should just go get one so that I can Mm -hmm. still be friends with Mm y'all. Yeah. I mean, be one of us or get the fuck out. All right, George. (laughs) You need, I mean, how else are you going to get the chip implanted if Mm. you don't let them swab all the way up your nose? Stick it up. Put it in your brain. You know what? Fucking good point. They're just trying to fucking monitor us because they're not doing that any other way. <laughs> no, they can't do that with our social media mm-hmm. activity. Our phones? Or- <clears throat> Come on. No, that's too complicated. Much easier to set up a fake pandemic with worldwide swabbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> way easier. We I have a feeling our, our great-grandchildren are going to be like, oh, my God, they had pandemics, too? 
Yeah, right. How often did they have pandemics? We have them every three years. Oh, theirs just made them breathe worse? Wow. Exactly. Ours, like, I have antlers now. Like, that must have been nice. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I remember when there was, like, a new COVID symptom every day. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, COVID toes and COVID nipples. And, like, you can't taste. And, like, you're just blind or whatever. COVID I wish nipple. antlers was on there. Yeah. Yeah, you don't remember COVID nipples? I know. Do you not remember nipples? People reporting their nipples were less sensitive. That was, like, way back in April. <laughs> how do you know? I mean, like, unless your nipples are, like, full-on numb. Like, how do you yeah. know if your nipples are less sensitive? I mean, I guess there are tweakers out there, and I don't mean yeah. drugs. Also, I mean nipple-specific. Like... Yeah. If you're if you're very very ill in a bed with <laughs> you're COVID, like, you're like, you know what I need to know. <laughs> yeah. How much can I can I still come from just this? But what about my nips? And it's probably like, yeah, you're so fucked up that you can't feel anything. Excuse yeah. me, nurse, could you give me a little lick? <laughs> just yeah. a little lick. Just lick and then blow on it a little. I I feel like the. Temperature like sensitivity is I just, gone. I can't feel it. I can't yeah. feel it. Is it okay if I bring my cat? Don't ask. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need that sandpapery tone right now. Okay, oh, man. Well, this what has been a start. weird brunch start. I will say. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Follow us at Weird Brunch everywhere and rate us and stuff on iTunes and wherever if you feel like it because. I mean, Karina's trying to get us on the suggested Stitcher lich. lich. Uh, they don't love us, apparently. They don't so. love us. We need at least subscriber numbers in the hundreds. So if you could subscribe ah. somewhere, that would be really great. That would like make my day. Also, if you wanted to rate us on hotornot.com, mm-hmm. that might Is that still help. a thing? Yeah, I was that's still up. Mm, I don't know if it is. May my photo from when I was twenty-one still be up there? So much hotter than now is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, you can sign in via Facebook, which is ironic. Let's Ooh. do that. Here we go. I'm giving them all my personal information, and guess what? Your <laughs> It'll receive my email address, birthday, photos, gender. You bitches. Page like and current city. Mm. I don't think I'm going to do this. <laughs> don't do it. I'm suddenly worried about my privacy. <clears throat> don't worry. Happen. You're both hot. Oh, or not. Not. Or not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. no, y'all are. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm not that mean. <sighs> not. Not. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I'm Whitney Lamond. We didn't say oh, our yeah. names. I'm Lisa Friedrich. I'm Karina Magyar. I don't think we've said our names in like six episodes. So if you're new, now you know. There, sort of. <laughs> if you've made it this far, there yeah. you go. But there. who's going first this time? Mine is spooky Halloween themed. Woohoo! Shoulder <laughs> action. Mine is batshit political themed. Less shoulder action. Less shoulder like action. Like a shrug. Just mine's, a melt. Mine's just kind of uh, a chill story. 
I mean, it's not that chill. There's like a death and stuff, but <laughs> chill death. It's like yeah. a chill death. Like you just like no. It's no. just I don't really have a theme for it. Right. Sorry. Well, fuck you then. I mean, fuck Lisa me. Lisa goes 100%. last then. Lisa yeah. always comes last. Not true. What? You want to go first? You can go first. No, it's okay. I'll go last. You want to go first? Fucking go first. Go first right now. You ready? You, know what? you ready? Yeah, go. Are ready? This is bullying. I will mm-hmm. not stand for it. Which is effective. It is yes. effective. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I didn't want you to go first anyway. I'll go first. Oh, I'll go, go. What is <laughs> Your last this is now, psychological bitch. warfare. I will not stand for this. You have to. Also, now you have to go first. Down. I didn't no. know you wanted to go first. No, no. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna drop mm-hmm. from the session so it stops recording. I'm not <laughs> going right now. <laughs> oh man, taking your ball and going home. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't okay. worry. I'll actually go first. That I have breaking news. Uh, this is an ongoing active story. So I just I realized that we hadn't like done a lot of stories about Alaska, and that's strange because you'd think that would come up a lot on a podcast about weird stuff. So I googled Alaska, and you guys, we should be googling Alaska more. Some shit is going down in Alaska. So. It all starts with a reporter for both Fox News and the CW and ABC. Because I guess in Alaska, you're just on all the channels when you get to be a reporter. Anyway, her name is Maria Athens. And she cut this very amateur promo for a news broadcast that she posted on Facebook. And I'm going to try to play it for you over the headphones so you can hear the promo. It's amazing. There we go. Hello there, Maria Athens from Fox ABC CW Newsnet National Alaska. Breaking news, according to reliable sources, Anchorage Mayor Ethan Berkowitz has his male genitalia posted on an underage girl's website. Coming up tonight, Fox 4 News at 9, ABC News at 10, CW News at 1230, and Newsnet National for sure will cover this. Y'all heard it here first. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Okay, so she's she's. I'm still going over all of the times and stations. (laughs) Yeah, three different places, but also whose genitalia was it? Mayor Ethan Berkowitz. Uh, the mayor of Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, she said, posted X-rated photos on an underage girl's website, and she's going to play it on the air, and she you know, has that newscaster voice. Mm-hmm, it's so fun mm-hmm. to listen to. So a little bit about Mayor Ethan Berkowitz. He has been the mayor of Alaska since 2015, and he's a Democrat, Um and he I mean, really, was if a, you're being so liberal about where you're putting your dick pics. Yeah, I mean, Ding. he's kind of an, an Anthony Weiner type Democrat, that wing of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> 2000. Wing of the party. Prior to 2015, he was a state legislator and then he ran for the mayor of Anchorage, which since Anchorage is like 50% of Alaska's population, that's like mayor of New York level power. You're basically Mm -hmm. as powerful as the governor when you're the mayor of Anchorage. So that's a pretty big step up for him. Before all that, he used to have a talk radio show because that's where we get our politicians now. 
where he was the liberal and he had a co-host who was a conservative. Doesn't that sound like relaxing radio? Mm -hmm. Uh, So it was called Bernadette and Berkowitz. And in 2014, a year before the, uh, his election as mayor, they were talking about same-sex marriage. They were debating same-sex marriage in 2014. Way to get on this, Alaska. Anyway, the conservative chick, Wilson, argues that legalizing same-sex marriage would mean that any two consenting adults could marry one another. In, for example, a parent could marry their adult child. You know that argument. You remember those arguments? I, you could marry an animal. Like, oh no! Well, in Alaska, that was already that's cool. Common They're already cool with that. Yeah, moose. As Please. long as it's not a biggest bear, you'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, some some people are tops, some people are bottoms. You know, it depends on what kind you want. Uh, bear wise, was Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie? He was a bottom. a bottom. He was a bottom. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, he didn't like having that outed either. Anyway, so Berkowitz responded, I support the idea of adults being able to choose who they have a relationship with because he's one of those weird Alaska libertarian Democrats. It's a thing that you get in the Northwest. He said, father and son should be allowed to marry if they're both consenting adults. If you're defining marriage as a bundle of rights and privileges that's accrued to people, then yeah, sure. So he's saying this sort of just like, fuck off. Yeah, fine. Father and son can marry. Uh, anyway, consenting adults uh, that comes up in the election, and he has to clarify the night before the election that he is against incest and would not push for incest to be legalized during his time as mayor of Anchorage. And anyway, he still won the election, but that was kind of a funny side note about Berkowitz. So he gets reelected in 2018, I guess it's a three year term for Anchorage. It's going along. Everything's going fine. This bombshell hits. This lady on five different news stations is accusing him of sending underage girls nude pictures. That very night, state troopers come and arrest the newscaster. I knew it. To jail. Oh, yes. I knew it right. was going to be so, her. I thought he, you were going to say the young girl. <laughs> No, you can imagine everybody's like, holy shit, the mayor has gone mad with power and they're arresting journalists and it's Saudi Arabia now, Saudi Alaska, <laughs> blah, 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 right? <laughs> well, turns out that's not why she was arrested. So what I'm going to play now is a voicemail that came out the next day that Maria Athens, the newscaster, left on Mayor Berkowitz's phone. So this is the fun part. Buckle up for this. Maria, she's about to disappoint us. Ethan, it's Maria Athens from Fox NBC CW News at National Alaska. Uh, I just learned from my uh, Emmy award-winning journalism, you're also a pedophile in, like, little girls and children. And there's a website. I'm so fucking exposing you. I'm going to get an Emmy. So you either turn yourself in, kill yourself, or do what you need to do. I will personally kill you and Mara Kimmel, my goddamn self, you Jewish piece of living fucking shit. You have met your match, motherfucker. You have met your motherfucking match. I can't believe I am such a good person and thought I loved you. I 
fucking hate. I don't even hate you. I will pray for your Zionist fucking ass, you piece of shit loser. And I'm putting this on the news tonight. Bye. Have a great Friday, you motherfucker. That's way more than I thought. <laughs> I Okay. So. Yeah. If she legit thought she found this shit out, I am with her until she says Jew and starts to be, I don't know. I mean, that's shitty. Like, yeah, yeah I well, didn't hear any just of the anti-Semitism in that when we were immediately listening. make yourself sound like an asshole when you throw in shit like that. Like, call someone a pedophile if they're a pedophile. Tell yeah. them you think they should fucking die because they're a pedophile. I'm fine with that. Well, the, yeah, the anti-Semitism is is pretty strong. It does. I have to point out immediately follow her threatening to kill the the mayor and his wife. So, like, that's also yeah. a pretty big deal. Anyway, uh, the other part that snuck in there is I'm such a good person and thought I loved you. Oh yeah, they were having an affair. So, <gasps> oh, oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. I oh. thought mm-hmm. she meant like I love you as like ah, oh, you're, you're a hero, a bastion of American values. No, no. And uh, <laughs> the reason she was arrested had nothing to do with that. She had she was arrested because the night before she had punched her station manager in the face while they were driving in a car back from an illicit romantic encounter in a hotel because she was having an affair with him as well. So, Oh, this bitch is going crazy. Yeah. Maria having a mo. So here for it. At first, Berkowitz is like, look, please. uh, This is a difficult time. The slanderous allegations, this is his press release the next day, from uh, Maria Athens are categorically false and appear to be the product of someone who's hostile and unwell. We spoke with her employer, uh, General Manager Scott Setters, who was actually who had her arrested, and Hmm. uh, he emphatically disavowed his employees' comments. Well, of course he would. He just got punched in the face by her. Yup. So that was October 9th of this year. (laughs) Breaking news. She said it. Breaking mm-hmm. news. Mm-hmm. That was on October 9th. On October 11th, two days later, Mayor Berkowitz resigned hmm. and stepped down as mayor because he did have to admit that he was having an affair with her and his wife was pissed and it just was untenable. And he wasn't sure what her sources were or how she got these photos. He knew he hadn't sent it to underage people, but he was just like, I, I don't, I can't fight this. I, I'm fucking, I'm out, I'm out. So his resignation is effective October 23rd, which is a couple is days before this launches, right? Friday, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. This causes a bit of a conundrum because the, Anchorage's mayor election is in April of 2021. So there's six months between now and then. And for whatever reason, the city of Anchorage didn't really plan for resignations. They were supposed to just have a swift and speedy, you know, special election, but they can't have one fast enough right before the normal election. So the whole city just has nobody in charge for six months because of this. Hey, Um, yeah. How many people live in Anchorage? Good amount. Uh, yeah, I thousands. mean, it's like Juneau and Anchorage are the only places I know of in Alaska. So, yeah, and Anchorage, by the way, uh, 
does have this little um, suburb called Wasilla. Anyway, um, 288,000 residents. So it's quite a large city to have no mayor. The assembly is going to like just try to run it as best they can. They're fighting about whether or not they should appoint a person or wait till the regular election. And the reason they're fighting is because politics in Anchorage have gotten real fucking messy during the pandemic. It is ground zero for the should we wear masks or not brigade. As you can imagine, in Alaska, there is a very, 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 very vocal QAnon community who does not want to wear masks. And they hated the mayor of Anchorage. They hated Berkowitz. They hated him because he made them wear masks. They hated him because he was a Democrat. They hated him because he was a pedophile, Pedophile. according to them. They hated him because he was Jewish. It's full-on QAnon shit, right? So Maria wasn't known to necessarily be involved in QAnon for a while, but she was starting to sound unhinged and starting to go off on crazy stuff and starting to get more into this. That is QAnon after QAnon. Mm -hmm. She didn't know the word Zionist until she was on some fucking subreddit. (laughs) So people started to trace this back. Where the fuck did this come from? So... There's a place in Anchorage called Kreiner's Diner. Oh, I love it. Stupid. I want to go to Kreiner's Diner right now. Uh, Maria hung out at Kreiner's Diner a lot. Uh, In fact, she posted some Instagram posts from there, including one of a car that had BLM standing for Biden likes minors. So there you go. Honestly, Uh, I haven't seen that before. Kind of, kind of. It's probably true. Oh, Alaska's on the cutting edge of QAnon shit. Like they're inventing <laughs> the new stuff. This is this is where it's rolling off the presses, right? Uh, Kreiner's Diner. The owner, Andy Kreiner, uh, does not have French fries or French toast on his menu. They're called American Freedom. fries and American wow. toast because everything in there is a proud American classic, and it is just ground zero for QAnon kooks. They were shut down back in April because they were violating the city's you know, Mask. COVID protocols. Yeah. Everybody's in there with no mask to this day. Nobody's ever worn a mask in Kreiner's diner. Um, they hated the mayor fighting the mayor real hard, but Andy Kreiner is like, I am not the source. Meanwhile, Maria is sitting in jail saying, I'm not giving up my sources. I understand now that, you know, I was wrong. I shouldn't have like, you know, threatened to murder the mayor and his wife, <laughs> but, uh, I'm not telling you my sources, and that wasn't just a story I made up. I know for a fact that he sends nudes to underage girls, and then she drops the nude. So there's a picture of the mayor, sort of. It's his back and his hairy ass, but it's like a nude picture like from above of his back. I don't know. Um, And people are like, okay, well, she has the receipts. But we don't know the source and we don't know who the underage kid is because she never got to file her story and she wasn't going to name the underage kid, blah, 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 blah. So, And we don't know who took that picture because he didn't. <laughs> well, exactly. if he's doing like an over the shoulder, but also what? He's trying to take who a picture of his butt, I guess. an old man butt ever? Yeah. <sighs> like, I mean... I don't ever want to see like an old man dick either, but I kind of understand the reason you would take a picture of your dick. Cause you're like proud of it or fucking whatever, but your butt like <laughs> what? Oh, I don't know. 
I don't know. I, some people want what they want. The heart wants what it wants, Whitney. Okay. Okay, so Andy Kreiner's like, this is a dead end. Yeah, she hung out here. Yes, she may have actually been literally here when she sent that voicemail. Yes, we might have all been clapping and cheering after she hung up. And yeah, okay. But like, we didn't, we don't have anything to do with her actual news story. Then writing like a knight in shining armor out of the middle of fucking nowhere comes Redhead Ray. AKA at Angel BBX2. Ooh, Angel BBX. A, a young cam Two. girl performer who normally just posts OnlyFans teases and not safe for work stuff. And, you know, like, you know, the mm-hmm. type. Mm-hmm. Out in the middle of all of that comes this Twitter thread. Okay, Alaska, there's a huge story about Mayor Ethan Berkowitz going around today, and I need to tell you what actually happened. This is on October 10th. (gasps) I'm so excited. She took the picture. So for a bit of backstory, I was an escort in Alaska in 2018. I would get paid to go on dates with men or to keep them company. I never did anything sexual or was paid for sexual favors, end parentheses, of course not, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. My mother one day went into my email and found out that I was escorting. I was an adult, but she was obviously still very upset at the idea of her 18-year-old daughter escorting. She started asking me questions about who I would work with, and I told her, all I told her was my favorite person I worked with was a man who worked for the state of Alaska. All I told her about this man was that he worked for the state of Alaska and that he was short. That's it, okay? I didn't say names, nothing. Fast forward to 2020, my mother owns a cookie business that's doing somewhat successful and a local news station asked my mom if she would like to do a story about it. My mom said yes and went to the interview. The interviewer was Maria Athens, who, according to my mother, asked her about what my mom thought about the local Anchorage mayor, Ethan Berkowitz. My mom asked, is he short? After learning that he is short, my mom decided Ethan Berkowitz was the one I was an escort for. She went off on a whole story about how I was an escort for Mr. Berkowitz and that he hired me for sexual favors and sent me pictures, etc. because she was receiving attention on TV for what she was saying and she wanted her five seconds of fame. But I was not an escort for Ethan Berkowitz. I don't know that man and I've never met him. He's never sent me naked pictures or posted to any of my websites. I have no idea who he is. Maria Athens is running a fake story in an attempt to ruin this man's life. And also, apparently, she was arrested, and that's why she wasn't ever on the air. Okay, so, boom. Boom! All of this came from this escort's pissed-off mom who owns a cookie business. Whoop, 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 whoop. Back to Kreiner's Diner. Molly Blakely is making cookies with booze inside of them, all right? She's making, like, booze-flavored cookies. Big business. She's got like Nestle hooking into her about potentially like doing some licensing. Um, now that she's worked out the kinks and she's actually baking off the booze because when she started, she wasn't and it was really just a booze filled cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, so like her business is starting to take off, but she's kind of a kook. She's a total QAnon chick. And she gave Maria Athens all this fake dish about Ethan Berkowitz. Maria obviously wanted to take Ethan down because she's a scorned lover. Maria had a photo of Ethan Berkowitz's butt on her phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and she was like, got it. I've got someone on the record on TV talking about it. I've got a photo. Boom. I could take this motherfucker down. Maybe. Or Molly Blakely happens to be 
the sister of Andy Kreiner of Kreiner's Diner. It's also possible that everybody at Kreiner's Diner on one of their late night American fries binges cooked up this entirely fake story in order to take the fucking mayor down. And guess what? It actually worked. So that's uh, now was, I feel bad for the mayor. Yeah. This was like a QAnon like hit. Basically, the only problem is Maria Athens is total collateral. She's in jail and disgraced yeah. and lost her job and never gets to work again. I like the idea of everyone at this diner drunk on cookies. And then at some point they're like, okay, but whose daughter? And then that woman goes, my daughter does OnlyFans. <laughs> my daughter's an escort. Mm. She'll do. We'll, she'll do. We'll just say her. So, real side, quick side story about Molly Blakely. Uh, she was on the Travel Channel show Hotel Impossible because in 2016 she was running a hotel called Hooligans Lodge and Saloon, and she was on this show, which was sort of like a kitchen nightmares for hotels, because oh, she h- hired a manager who embezzled a ton of her money, and she accidentally spent eighty thousand dollars on defective bowling alley equipment. Um, and then like the show when they're going through was like pointing out all the fire safety measures that she hadn't done or whatever. So anyway, that hotel went out of business. And before mm-hmm. that, she owned a restaurant that <clears throat> burned down. So this is her third. This oh, is her God. third crazy ass fucked up business. She should probably give up being an entrepreneur or a business owner. Like it's clearly not working out for you. <laughs> well, if you're wondering what she gets. Where does she get all this money to keep running shitty ass businesses? Well, her dad, Norm Blakely, is an assemblyman for Kenai Peninsula Borough, which is like the overarching county kind of thing. And he is a very, very powerful Republican in the area who turned the borough into a Second Amendment sanctuary that mandated gun ownership. Oh, <laughs> the, the cops would deliver guns to your door. <laughs> Wow. So the best part, here's my favorite part of this whole story. Huge story, huge scandal. Anchorage has no mayor because of unsubstantiated claims and affairs and all this batshittery. All of this took over the front pages of every newspaper in Alaska from the previous news story, which was that the libertarian candidate for state Senate in Alaska, who was expected to win, was arrested on murder charges after point blank shooting and killing a guy who hit his car while doing donuts in a gravel pit. Alaska oh motherfuckers. Alaska. What? Oh my <laughs> god. Don't move to Alaska, guys. I mean, or do. <laughs> Fuck it. That's wild. And uh, that's that's the news on Fox and ABC and CW coming out of Anchorage. Man. I really wanted to root for the women in that, but I mean, I guess her daughter, I can root yeah. for her. The the go. escort, Redhead Ray, she uh, totally comes across as the coolest person in this whole story. She actually dropped text messages and voicemails proving that her mom was behind the rumors after her mom denied it. So she kept receipts and they're like legit. So it's pretty fun. I love that. Yeah. Wow. It's that, that's like a gossip. I like, I love it. It, it feels like I just heard the biggest gossip story and I fucking love it. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Mm. I, I just, 
like, I guess it's because it's dark all the time there right now. And so they mm-hmm. don't have anything but the internet and conspiracies on the internet. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I just light all the time. So they're all like sun crazed and pandemic quarantine. What do you call mm-hmm. it? Pandemic fatigued? Yes. Mm-hmm. Although how fatigued can they be if they're all just ignoring that shit anyway? I mean, also, if you're in Alaska, like, you're probably pretty used to being alone. Like, I assume you go there to get away from everything and everyone. Lisa, do you feel like going next or you want me to? I can go next. If y'all will let me. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I feel like not letting her, but. I don't know. Okay. I think, what, what was yours? I might letting? allow it. Yours was Mine's more fun, so. Yeah. I'll end on a fun note. Yeah. Because okay. yours isn't going to be fun, I can tell. No, I can tell. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <sighs> um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about some twins who were also bullied growing up. <clears throat> Great. Cool. Mm-hmm. So on April 11th, 1963, June and Jennifer Gibbons are born. Their parents are Gloria and Aubrey. They're Caribbean immigrants, I think Barbados. Um, and they've got, oh, they're in um, uh, England. Uh, anyway, or Europe or the UK. God damn it. Um <laughs> They also have two other kids. They've got Greta, uh, who was born in 1957, and David in 1959. And then they have another kid after uh, June and Jennifer Gibbons. Uh, Aubrey was a technician in the Royal Air Force. Uh, He was deployed to Yemen. That's actually where the twins were born. They relocated to England and then Wales in 1974. These twins were inseparable. And they spoke in a sped up Bajan Creole. People just could not understand them. And this is also double weird because their parents, although immigrants and, and likely could speak that uh, Bajan Creole uh, or Bajan Creole, they spoke only English at home. So these twins picked up this language, sped it up, and then no one can anyway. They're also uh, the only black children in the community. So kids at school were very shitty to them. Uh, Mm. School administrators started being like dismissing them earlier and earlier every day uh, because that, you know, the kids were picking on them towards the end of the day at the end of school. Their twin language because of this gets more intense, right? Like they're not trusting anyone around them. They're not talking to anybody around them. Uh, and they only have each other in these moments. So the language becomes more um, of, it becomes more intense. It's qualified as an example of cryptophagia, mm-hmm. which is basically twin speak, but like times two. Uh, twins, they also had uh, simultaneous actions. So if one of them was like gesturing this way, the other one would mirror it. Uh, very us. They became more and more reserved, and eventually they didn't speak to anyone except their uh, younger sister, Rose. So the I don't know when Rose was born, but the girls, they refused to read or write, but they still went to school. 
1974, a medic named John Reese goes up to the school and starts uh, giving out vaccinations. Can you imagine? <gasps> Can you even imagine? It's sanitary. It's good. So then the he noticed that when he gave the twins their vaccinations, they were uh, just non-reactive. There's no, you know, physical or anything. Um, and he actually said that they were kind of like dolls. It was like giving dolls a vaccination. Creepy. Uh, yeah. So he's like, mm, these two are, blah, blah. and then he goes to the headmaster. The headmaster's like, fuck off. They're, yeah, they're weird, but they're fine. Uh, and then that, the medic guy, John, was like, Mm, no, and calls a child psychologist, which begins the twins seeing therapist after therapist who tries to get them com- to communicate to others uh, doesn't fucking work. One therapist said that Jennifer, quote, sat there with an expressionless gaze, but f- I felt her power. The thought entered my mind that June was possessed by her twin. Oh. That's a new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Okay, let's mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Uh, then their folks go hard. Um, it's not really her, their parents or, or family's like desire, and and you know, not necessarily they're doing like they didn't drive the this, but um, they were sent to separate boarding schools because it was recommended that like if they're each on their own, they're going to have to find their own voice uh that didn't fucking work um as soon as they became like just dead ass catatonic um and just entirely withdrawn when they were separated so at one point during the separation it took two people to get june out of bed after which she she was simply propped against a wall her body quote stiff and heavy as a corpse After the boarding school yikes, uh, (laughs) the two uh, girls spent several years isolating themselves in their bedroom, and they would engage in elaborate plays with dolls. Uh, And these plays and these stories, they were like soap operas. And every now and then, they would... (laughs) This sucks. If I was... If I was good... They would read them on tape as gifts to their sister, Rose. Oh. I would be so mad. Rose is like, oh, thanks. Great. Cool. Another one. You made another one? Cool. It's uh, not even Arbor Day. I don't well, know. And we all moved on to CD players, but this is wonderful. It's what they wanted. Uh, <laughs> imagine keeping them at, never mind. Um, so then Christmas 1979, they, the, the twins get these diaries, right? And oh boy, does this kick off their writing careers. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were 16, <laughs> they sent away for a mail order course in creative writing. Can you imagine? Uh, and kept an extensive diary and wrote a number, uh, number of stories, poems, and novels. The stories involve young men and women who exhibit strange and often criminal behavior particularly in Malibu, California. Hmm. Exotic Malibu. Mm -hmm. Uh, June wrote a novel titled Pepsi Cola Addict. 
in which the high school hero is seduced by a teacher, then sent away to a reformatory where a homosexual guard makes a play for him. Oh. Like a, like well, hits on him. That's a story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, the main character is a male, mm-hmm. but the twins are female, right? Yes. Okay. So the the two girls they pulled together their uh, they've got some money, uh, very little money, but they get this novel, Pepsi Cola Addict, uh, published in like a vanity press, right? So self published, and then their other attempts to publish novels and stories were unsuccessful. So. Uh, Jennifer tries though. She's got the list, which is a physician is so eager to save his child's life that he kills the family dog and to obtain its heart for a transplant. But the dog's spirit lives on in the child and ultimately has its revenge against the father. Uh, Sounds like some teen youth YA fiction. Yeah, my 10-year-old ass would have read that. Um, Jennifer also wrote Disco Mania, the story of a young woman who discovers that the atmosphere of a local disco incites patrons to insane violence. And she followed up with The Taxi Driver's Son, a radio play called Postman and Postwoman, uh, and several short stories. None of them were published. Uh, I just choose. So around 18, the twins begin experimenting with drugs and alcohol. Can you imagine? (laughs) What? In 1981, the girls committed a number of crimes, including (laughs) vandalism, petty theft, and oops, we got all the way to arson. Ladies, come on. Are they identical? They are. Okay. So they can kiss their sister all that shit, too, and be like, I'm Mm -hmm. here, I'm here. I'm stealing your shit. I'm setting your house on fire. Cool. Just curious. (laughs) Um, So they're obviously admitted to uh, Broadmoor Hospital, high security mental health hospital. Mm -hmm. They are sentenced to indefinite detention under the Mental Health Act of 1983, and they remained at Broadmoor for 12 years. June later blamed this lengthy sentence on the fact that they were like not talking to people. Um, She says, and this is later in life. She says, juvenile delinquents get two years in prison. We got 12 years of hell because we didn't speak. We lost hope. I wrote a letter to the queen asking her to get us out, but we were trapped. (laughs) I wrote a letter to the queen. Yeah, What the fuck is that going to do? That's my Mm -hmm. favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> dear queen dear queen <laughs> help I can't talk um, so they're on high doses of antipsychotic medications they're unable to concentrate uh, Jennifer developed tardive dyskinesia which is where you like have to move uh, and often in like repetitive movements they adjusted the medication so that they could still like write in their diaries and, you know, get that creative thing out. Um, so that was nice, but uh, they still had them like on a ton of drugs. A Sunday times journalist, Marjorie Wallace, uh, she's, you know, picked up on this and she's really interested. So 
her story and her words, I saw their parents and then they took me upstairs. They showed me in the bedroom, lots of bean bags filled with writings, exercise books. And what I discovered was that while they had been in that room alone, they had been teaching themselves to write. She put the book or I put the books in the boot of the car. <laughs> they're, in, they're, they're, in they're, they're, they're in Wales. It's a so. trunk. It's a trunk. It's the um, the boot of the call and took them home. And I couldn't believe this, that these girls to the outside world hadn't spoken and had been dismissed as being zombies. Has They've got this rich manager. So she's just like, this is really fucking interesting. And so she starts like going and meeting with them. She said they desperately wanted to be recognized and famous through their writings to have uh, them published and to have their story told. So she, I thought that maybe one uh, one way of freeing them, liberating them, would be to unlock them from that silence. So she's mm. trying to give them a voice, even though they don't have one. Mm. Even though their writing sucks and no one will publish them. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 So she's she continues reading through their diaries, and, and you know the girl the girls are letting her, and they've she goes and talks with them, and they've you know they've got. Half of a rapport. Half of a rapport. Okay. Well, that's better than none. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Marjorie is reading through June's diaries and she finds out that June um, felt possessed by her sister, which is what that therapist had said earlier. Mm-hmm. So uh, June referred to Jennifer as a dark shadow over her. And then on the other hand, Jennifer's diaries revealed that she thought of June as uh, and herself as fatal enemies and described her sister as quote, a face of misery, deception, murder. Wow. They kind like, it's like they're best frenemies and also related. So the girls had each been privately recording uh, an increasing fear over each, the other one uh, over a decade for the most part. Wallace picked up on some of the, you know, the nonverbals. And she said, for the most part, June seemed to be more fearful of Jennifer and Jennifer seemed to be the dominant force. And then in the early stages of their like relationship, so like their relationship with Marjorie, she noticed that um, like it looked like June wanted to speak with her, but then Jennifer would like just do slight eye movements or just any tiny little thing. Um, and, and June wouldn't say a word. So while they're at Broadmoor, the twins begin to believe that it's necessary for one oh. of them to die. What? Um, mm-hmm. So they talk about it for a while and Jennifer's like, I'll do it. My guess her stories didn't get published. She knew she wasn't going to be a writer. And they had an agreement that if one of them died, the other must begin to speak and live a normal life. This is sad. I mean, that seems a little healthier. I don't know. I mean, I don't think you have to, one of you has to die to do that, but at least they're not, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's all very odd. So in March, 1993, the twins, 29 at the time, were transferred from Broadmoor to like a more chill, crazy house, Caswell Clinic in Wales. 
And on arrival, Jennifer is like out. She couldn't like, no one could get her to like, I don't know another word for couldn't be roused, but like couldn't be catatonic kind of, but like more like a rag doll. I don't know. So she's taken to the hospital. Um, and soon after she, uh, dies of acute myocarditis, a sudden inflammation of the heart. There was no evidence of drugs or poison in her system, and her death remains a mystery. The doctors at Caswell Clinic deduced that the medications given to the girls at Broadmoor, like the only thing they can figure is that um, that may have messed with Jennifer's immune system. Um, but they also noted that June, um, had like was on the same meds. So being identical twins with the same, like D like that shouldn't, but who knows? Um, during questioning, June revealed that Jennifer had been acting strangely for about a day before their release. Her speech had been slurring and she had said she was dying. On the trip to Caswell, uh, Jennifer slept in June's lap with her eyes open. No, no, um, don't like okay. that. No, <laughs> no, thank you. No. Mm-mm. A few days after um, they they both get there and Jennifer passes, Marjorie swings on by, and she says that June was in a very strange mood. She was in good spirits and she was willing to talk ready to like really sit and talk uh, for the first time. June said, I'm free at last, liberated, and at last Jennifer has given up her life for me. Wow. After Jennifer's death, June gave interviews with Harper's Bazaar, The Guardian, like she's, she's ready to talk. Um, and again, more than a couple of times, the people noticed that it seemed like Jennifer was controlling June and like possessing June. Anyway, like, just like still? I mean, it yeah. sounds like no. her sister was just manipulating her. I'm unsure that, I don't know. I mean, yeah. they yeah. did have their own yeah. twin speak and stuff. So who knows? Yeah. Good old fashioned, just sibling. Yeah. Uh, shit like good Mm old-fashioned that ends in one of their deaths yeah so by 2008 june was living um quietly independently near her parents in west wales she's no longer monitored by psychiatric services she's been accepted by her community and she's trying to put the past behind her a 2016 interview with her sister Greta revealed that the family had been deeply troubled by the girl's incarceration. She blamed Broadmoor for ruining their lives and for neglecting Jennifer's health. She had wanted to file a lawsuit against Broadmoor, but Aubrey and Gloria refused, saying that it would not bring Jennifer back. June summarized the uh, dynamic with her sister as the following. One day she'd wake up and be me. And one day I would wake up and be her. And we used to say to each other, 
Give me back myself. If you give me back myself, I'll give you back yourself. Oh, wow. Creepy. June is uh, still alive, and she's a real cutie. Um, There is a movie coming out. Mm, It was announced uh, like February 28th of 2020. But Letitia or Letitia Wright is going to portray the twins. She's Shuri in Black Panther. Yeah. And it still says pre-production on IMDb, but. Everything's paused right now, man. I do feel like that would be a really safe and easy one to film, though, because a lot of it is just them in their room. And if it's one. Same girl. One woman. Hmm. Yeah. That's creepy it does it makes me think so, of us mm-hmm. that, that's fucking creepy but also like i know you said what the parents were thinking at the end but like there would be no fucking way my mom would have let me and my sister just talk to each other and not like the i mean yeah. i know everybody's different but like my mom would be like you better fucking stop <laughs> Are you talk about serious right now? Like, there's no way. Yeah, I've gotten past the age of two without not just talking to my sister. But anyway, well, I think I think earlier on they were vocal with the family, and then as they got older, like into you know more of like five to eight is when they really that would have even more so. And it wouldn't have just been my mom. It would have been my grandma and my aunt and like fucking everyone would be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? This, this, this is what? Anyways, sorry. Um, Well, that's terrifying. But let's talk about something that's like sort of terrifying, but not really. But it's spooky Halloween times. Um, (laughs) Because this will be coming out this Sunday, I think. Or is it next Sunday? No, what? I'm running at the end of the amount of time I'm allowed to record, so you're not going to get to tell your story. Okay, um, goodbye. You should have made Lisa go last uh, if you really <laughs> wanted to tell your story. <laughs> I love it. I'm but... kidding. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't right. have to. It's fine. I'm just no, talking no, about story. cursed graveyards. I would say cursed tombs. But that implies mummy and, like, actual tombs, which this is not. This is about, like, headstones specifically. Mm. So let's get to it. Not the things under the headstone? You mean the dead bodies in the ground? Yeah. I mean, I... Or, like, just It is a reflection of their lives before they died. But... God, all we get is, like, four words? I mean... It's up it's up to the dead person. Anyways, all right, let's do this. So first, so I have three because there's a lot of different stones that are cursed and creepy, but I want to focus on three. So number one, up on our trip through the graveyard of haunted tombs is Colonel Buck's cursed tomb in Bucksport, Maine. Okay, so the tomb, aka just the fucking headstone, is of the town of Bucksport's founder, Colonel Jonathan Buck, 
And the weird part about this headstone is that the image, it's like a stain and it's, it looks like a woman's stocking and it's never, they've never been able to get it away. It looks like a long sock. They don't know where it came from. The leg stain on the memorial, according to legend, came around when Colonel Buck burned a witch and her leg rolled out of the bonfire. Nice. Now, let me say, I did want to do a story about the origin of the word bonfire because bonfire started, they started because it was old English and it meant bone fire and Mm -hmm. they would like at the end of the season after like you know killing all the livestock or whatever they needed for winter they would burn the bones and then it became some some more like uh not really sacrificial but like people who were shitty like will burn their bones anyways bonfire so Eat your peas or I'll burn your exactly. So <laughs> the witch's leg rolled out of the bonfire. The heirs tried to clean the foot off of the headstone, but, and they say that they have replaced the monument twice, but the foot image keeps coming back. The curse is that was called down upon this stone from the witch. She said, or no, sorry, I'm fucking this up, but it wasn't the witch because she was burning to death at the time. And I know a lot of witches love to yell out fun stuff when they're burning to death, but it was the son, (laughs) son of a witch, the son of a witch said, Quote, your tomb shall bear the mark of a witch's foot for all eternity is what witch's foot is what the locals like to say. Um the legend of the tomb of Bucksport has grown and mutated over centuries and has become a tourist attraction. People are selling postcards of this shit now. Um, and everybody likes to come and see the ghostly smudge. The stain is still there. He was born in 1917. He died in, uh, well, he was 75 years old when he died. 197 or sorry. Oh my God. I'm sorry. One of my tabs that I have opened just started playing a commercial randomly into my headphones. Y'all can't hear it. Okay. Holy shit. That scared the (laughs) shit out of me. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I wish y'all had heard that. It was all around my head. So, whatever. <laughs> His, uh, yeah. So, that's tombstone number one. You can go visit it. It seems kind of crazy, but not really. Uh, it's just a really good stain. So, tombstone <laughs> number three. We're coming back to Texas, which, you know, you know how we love Texas so much. So in in the city of Garland, anyone been to Garland? Um, 
There is a ghostly legend of the Mills Cemetery, and it was established in 1860. Within the cemetery is an individual grave, but it's a mass grave, and it holds five members of a single family. And locally known as Smiley's (laughs) Grave. So the Smiley family all died on the same day. Merle, Greta, Charlena, (laughs) and then Lilith and Oscar and Chaz. That might have been six. Anyways, they (laughs) all died. And Chaz. We're just gonna throw Chaz. Oh, wait, Merle says- Ch- from Merle to Chaz. That is like seven generations. You know, I mean, they everyone was they all died in 1927. After Whoa. um oh wait. No, they didn't. Me, I don't know. They might those might be births. Anyways, the family of five, the main point is they were all buried in the same grave, and everyone Nowadays, is like, well, what the fuck happened? As the story goes, Smiley, the patriarch, was a very mean man. Oh, I get it. Smiley. Opposite not day. Not so fucking Smiley. Or Smiley in a creepy American psycho way. One mm-hmm. dark overcast day, Smiley got very fucking pissed and he was so mad that he killed his wife and his three daughters. What was he mad about? Doesn't say, man. But that's spooky. You yeah. know, I mean, it was like the early 19. Uh, I don't know. So what if it was justified. Yeah. 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 No. What, what did the what women, did the women do? do that made him kill her and her three children? Who knows? So right after he did it, he was like, oh, fuck, what did I do? And decides to hang himself. Mills Cemetery, where they are bor- born into death, is shaded with a bunch of trees. However, after dark, Everything gets totally spooky. Smiley, still angry, so angry about his family. His ghost roams the restless cemetery each night looking for somebody to take out his anger on. There are sounds in the cemetery at night, a barely predictable moaning sound, as if the wind through the trees is Blowing into your ears, but it's not. It's the sounds of Smiley. Uh, Some people see lights bobbing around that can't be explained. Lisa, I feel like you're a fan of those lights. You know, what are they called? The little floaty ones? Orbs. Orbs, That's right. (laughs) Dust and a camera. Or does it go in? God damn it. Uh, It's said that if you stand on Smiley's grave in darkness a sense of sadness will come over you you will have trouble keeping your balance and you will feel a feel a cold puff of wind around your ankles for those what happens if you stand on it in the day nothing because daytime duh absolutely nothing literally never it says fuck off 
people also <laughs> get off my fucking grave. People also say that if you lie down on top of his grave, it no, cannot, no, I'm not lying down on any grave. You cannot. It's very hard to try and sit up because Smiley's ghost is trying to hold your shoulders and pull you down into the depths of hell. Well, what if it's just hard to sit up in general at this point in your life? I mean, yeah. I get that doing a sit up is hard. Yeah, it is. It could be just that. It's a bunch of fucking 30 pluses going out there trying to do it and we can't do sit ups anymore. And we're just like, oh my God, this is really nice. I'm not getting up. Yeah. So today, nobody really knows the true facts behind the smiley headstone. It does have all of the family members listed and their death date, May 1927. Uh, most people think that they were all killed actually in a tornado that ripped through Garland on May 9th, 1927, the day they died. Research, Why are we being addicted to Research reveals, though, a tornado did come through Garland, killed at least pay nine people, <laughs> including Garland's old mayor. But the Smiley family is not listed among the people who were killed. Another story is that the a developer wanted to build through the Smiley property. Smiley wouldn't sell to him. And while trying to force his hand, the man intended to burn down their house while the family was away visiting relatives. But their plans changed and they were actually in the house and the fucking guy burned down the house with everybody inside. But nobody really knows. <laughs> I just feel like if I'm going to kill my family, mm. hypothetically, mm -hmm. I don't know that I'm going to burn. I feel like a fire is the worst option. Well, for me, he wasn't trying to kill his family in a fire. That was the guy trying to get him to sell him his land. He was like, I'm just going to burn down your house and then you got to sell it to me. But was the house burned down? Nobody really knows because there is no record. This is all just theory. Okay. 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 And then my last one about the crybill tombstones is Midnight Mary from New Haven. So Midnight Mary, a.k.a. Mary Hart, in 1872. Wasn't she like a co-host of Entertainment Tonight? Mm, mm -hmm. Not this one. I don't oh. think. That was, that was Mario Lopez. <laughs> Wasn't that Mary Hartman? Uh, I can't remember. I just I know my mom really loved Mary Hartman. Um. Mary Hart dies in New Haven in 1872 and gets buried in Evergreen Cemetery with a big pink granite tombstone that reads, At high noon, just from and about to renew, her daily work in her full strength of body and mind, Mary E. Hart, having fallen prostrate, remained unconscious until she died at midnight, October 15th, 1872. 
And wow. then across the top of the tombstone in big black bold letters, it says, the people shall be troubled at midnight and pass away. Wow. You're Love like, it. Put Dang. a thread on your tombstone, always. What, always the, what, what does that even mean? So this is a quote from Job chapter 34, verse 20 which full on goes in a moment shall they die and the people shall be troubled at midnight and pass away and the mighty shall be taken away without hand. So like what the fuck, Mary, there are three different stories surrounding the demise of Mrs. Hart. The first is her family found her dead from a stroke at the stroke of midnight, of course. Yeah. And they were like, all right, well, she's dead. Let's get rid of Mary and we'll bury her. However, after that, her aunt, the next night, starts having these dreams where she's seeing Mary alive in her coffin and is like, the next day she's like, Y'all, I'm fucking, I've, I had this super visit, vivid dream. It's freaking me out. We have to just give me the two seconds. Go dig up her body so I can fucking see it. And so they go. Whoa. They exhume yeah. the coffin. And inside the coffin is shredded with claw marks on the top. Oh, my God. Like someone had been buried alive and... She did, in fact, die inside the coffin and wasn't dead in the first place. No. Oh, I hate buried alive stories. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. That's theory number one. Number two. Wait, hold Wait, on, hold what? on. In this yes. theory, so that didn't happen? I'm, I'm giving you the three options. <laughs> okay. But the body wasn't exhumed. Well, they, if these other options. I mean, are. they pulled up. In the theory, they pulled up the coffin. Okay. I, I mean, okay. the body okay. would have been in the coffin. So, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Okay. The next is that Mary might have met her demise, but her restless spirit would wander around the area of her former home on Winthrop, which is very close to the cemetery she was buried in, occasionally taking rides with unsuspecting good Samaritans. The, you know, kind of known tale of the disappearing hitchhiker, a woman fitting Mary's description would bum a ride late at night. And when the driver would return the next day to see if she got home, they would discover that the person was in fact the spirit of the departed Mary. That was sound effects. Um, okay. Also, <laughs> number three. Are they underwater? Yes. When they <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 uh, uh, well, no, no, no. That's some cheap That's action. what everybody was doing that pissed off Merle. Probably. Some people think that she was a witch in her life and her grave was cursed. And so anyone who happens to be there at midnight following along the lines of that creepy inscription above her tomb, which is like huge and black, uh, 
the rumor is that anyone who is at her grave at midnight will meet a terrible end and Mary would rise from the dead and take you down to hell. Some college kids tried to stay at the cemetery only to be found dead the next day. According to legend. Okay. And those are my three tombstones. So there you go. So do we vote on On, which one? Sure. I don't think think the buried alive one that that's the real one. Okay. Okay. I think people are buried alive all the time and it's underreported and it's a real problem. (laughs) And I'm voting for whatever president will solve it. (laughs) The party line that Karina is towing. I'm a single voter. Don't don't let me be buried alive because that's the most terrifying shit. I still haven't seen that whatever Ryan Reynolds movie or what. Who is it that gets buried alive? Jim Franco. uh, Whatever. Wait, the one when his arm is he has to like. Oh no, he's stuck in a crevice, which is pretty close. Anything like that? That was like, I can't handle it. I couldn't handle that part of the uh, entire movie. Oh wait, Kill Bill. and Kill Bill, which I always, yeah. oh, I yeah. always try to like just do that to surfaces, like yeah, fingers punch. Like there's no fucking way. I mean, first of all, never do anything bad to Uma Thurman. She's an angel. Mm-hmm. Second of all, don't bury people alive. Yeah. So two issue voter, double issues. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think you should protect that. Uma Thurman at all costs mm-hmm. and don't bury people alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Easy does it. I feel like we learned an, an, an entire encyclopedia's worth of information today, like just all over the gamut. So many, yeah. so many details and theories and ghosts and dicks. A lot of dicks. <laughs> and ghost dicks. There's a few dicks in there. Uh, and butts. Ugh, the butt. I, I'm going to look that up because I want to see the picture of the butt. But in my head, it's like definitely how old is that in my head he's like in his 60s it's like uh, that flat-ish old man but that's just kind of like you've been sitting your whole life i mean this is at a good angle you know it, it's it's a high up angle so I, in helps. my brain it wouldn't matter the angle it's still un. <laughs> okay hold on i'm gonna see if i can find the I thought I saw the picture. Let me see. Do What's I have the name? picture? No, I want to look it His name is... Berkowitz. Yeah, Ethan Berkowitz. Oh, I see it. You, uh, you got it? See his butt. Yeah. It's just like his back. Like, is it a cropped photo? It or, might you know, be. It might be. Sensibility. I, I'm. I'm going to... When I post about this on Sunday, I'll have to do some serious googing to find his butt. If, as I recall, oh. there was butt cleavage. It wasn't like oh, okay. There's no butt. But it wasn't like I've seen. Yeah, there's there's some butt cleavage. It's not like an up the butt picture or an under butt picture. It's like a tasteful, right? Bouncy butt cleavage picture. You know. Huh. Yeah, the only one I'm finding is um, sans cleavage. Well, it's got like a little bar 
Yeah. Yeah. It says proof mayor or something on it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. That's what she posted. (laughs) Proof that he's, yeah. mm -hmm. Somewhere out there is the original butt. There's also a very unflattering, like, overhead light picture of them together on Inside Edition. Mm -hmm. And it makes both of their noses look enormous. Well, what's funny is she's cute. There's all sorts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of footage of her like cozying up to him. And there's this other like heartbreaking part where she's like, you were a friend to me when I was very lonely. Mm. She's just having a hard time. Sorry about it. She looks Cecily strong needs to. Yeah, I know. Right. That's true. Very, very. That would work. Mm -hmm. That would work. Uh. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Now that we've written that skit. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Follow us again. Like us again. Tell your friends about us again. Yeah. And send us Instagram messages or stuff. I'll read them. If you followed us at the beginning of the show, unfollow us and now read us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. (laughs) Following the numbers, step those ballots. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>